Hello and welcome to GPTV on Tuesday the 12th of April. I'm Gary Peer. And I'm Sally Zellman. You are indeed and welcome. Thank you. To GPTV to co-anchor on a week that Philip's away. I, I don't, I have to do that take twice because I don't get to say welcome <laughs> to GPTV because it's all Philip's domain. He stands up and always pushes in front of me uh, to say that, but... Good to be here with you, Sally Zellman. I'm delighted to be here today. How's life in the wonderful world of Sally Zellman? Great. Fabulous. It's uh, another day in real estate. Just just living the dream. Lots happening. Uh, now, you've been around for a while as a real estate I have, agent. I have, I uh, have You've seen things change and emerge a little bit. Yes. Uh, what's your feeling of the market right now? What are we seeing out there? What's hot? What's not as hot? Yeah. It's interesting because you, know, you and I both know we've been around for like X amount of years, Ever? and we've seen the market yeah. go up, we've seen it come down. Yeah. Well, I say since Noah was a child, is that what they say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, look, it's it's okay, you know, it's going all right. The, there's a lot of people out there, they're looking, they're hungry, they're interested. We had, you know, a bad period of COVID for the last two years and held a lot of people back, but life has come back to normal or a bit of normality, and um, yeah, it's going okay. And you, you've, you've avoided COVID. I've avoided COVID, oh, luckily, <laughs> thankfully. But a lot yes. of our people haven't. There's yes. been a lot of our people in the office. I've yes. got my, um, you know, our marketing manager's got it at the moment. And a number of our salespeople have had it. Uh, but thankfully, we've all lived to tell the tale. We're all yes. here. Um, and the market seems to be very strong. Now, you work, of course, in the team uh, with fellow director Darren Krongold, uh, also with Joel Sir, Daniel Correct. Fisher, Lisa yes. Shalit. Uh, Idan, uh, Deb. Yeah, so we're, you're in a team of, I think, seven we're or so. We're a fabulous team. Uh, fabulous yeah. team. Now, you're selling a lot of the best houses. Yes. And I know last month uh, you sold a number of houses, over $8 million and one mm, over $10 million. Very um, exciting. Uh, a number of those quietly as well. Didn't know those well. numbers before, did we? We didn't know. Well, we knew those numbers, but they were sort of over a month of sales, not one house. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's been some big ones. What's the appetite like at the top end now? What are people looking for and what's happening in the press? And I know you sell properties for your clients you know, from any, anything from one-bedroom apartments and studios Correct. right through to the top end, but you do yeah. specialise at the top end. What's the appetite like for homes at the top end? What are people wanting? Well, you know, the space. I think space, a bit of glamour, a bit of uh, comfortable living. Um, you know, people. there's been a lot of people have been quite successful over the last few years. They're upgrading. They're, they want their family to have a lifestyle. And um, there is definitely a, a hunger for better-end properties, for things yep. that they're naturally growing into, which is very exciting. It feels that way. And um, they've got all these things that are going on in the world, but mm. it hasn't really stifled the market in the areas that we live in. We're and blessed. of course now yeah. we've got an election coming up. That's right. So maybe we should talk a little bit about that because okay. uh, it feels very different this time to last time there's an election yes, coming up. It does. Because last time the election coming up, property was on the agenda. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like if I look back, uh, a lot of people were a bit hesitant about their real estate moves because there was talk of negative gearing um, being abolished and there was you know, different talks about different property taxes that may well come into play. But now we are really going into election without those sort of discussions. So uh, for a seller who wants to sell on the 21st of May, um, or the week after, mm. or the week before, mm. is there any warning or any cautionary message that you uh, would or should or could send? Look, you know... We never know. You know, yep. we always say expect the unexpected. You, yes. you never know what can happen. And when you think back just prior to COVID or during COVID, we all thought that the market was going to crash. Yeah, crash. We all were convinced. I think everybody basically was to think that it would go really badly. And look what happened. It just went the other way. 
people were so hungry for property. They needed to work from home. They needed the space. They needed the the room to be able the to outdoor move. area, with outdoor land area. that became the and big things deal. just yep. kept um, growing from there. So yep. who knows? And let's hope with the elections that uh, it's a, that we get the best result. Yep. And um, whatever that result may be. Yeah, we we're not saying exactly right. what whatever thinking, that result may be. But yep. you know, we we hope that we get the best result, and then Australia can continue to thrive and to grow and uh, to continue our wonderful lifestyle that we live here. That we're blessed to live here. Absolutely. Um, You know, interestingly, though, property doesn't seem to be a talking point for this election. No. uh, So it feels like uh, people aren't going to really be hesitating to buy and sell whether whoever gets in. I don't think it'll make a difference. Um, No, the one thing that we have to look out for on the 21st of May is not whether we have auctions or not, because we'll be having auctions on Election Day. In fact, there's a lot of people around, out and about on Election Day. For sure, they're all out. It's actually actually quite vibrant, isn't it? Because everyone's campaigning and screaming and excited and yelling and, and, um, and out there. Uh, but the biggest problem that we have, that we have to consider, is whether you are going to have your home near or next door to a polling booth. Because oh, then you've got a parking issue. So that's the one thing that we do look at. Um, and that, that's you know, true. I hope that, because a lot of other agents watch this to know what they should be doing in real estate. Uh, for those other agents, be careful that you don't have no an option booths. of an apartment next to a polling booth because you're going to have uh, a lot of people there, but they won't be bidding at your auction. Exactly right. They'll be holding up placards and screaming yeah. about the party that they're looking to get in. Um, I want to speak to you also, before we sort of start talking about yeah. property, I want to talk to you about women in real estate because, you know, you're one of the pioneers. There was a few mm. women in real estate that were pioneers. And we know that historically real estate was a bit of a boys club. It was a men's game. That doesn't mean that women didn't do well. In fact, they did incredibly well. But I think because of the uh, probably the history mm. of how things emerged in Australia, it really wasn't so much a playing field for women to to be participating in. Whereas if you look at America, for example, the model was different because women could work part-time. In, in, in Australia, to be a licensed agent, you had to work full-time. So that precluded a lot of women that were juggling their family lives as well. Um, and the women in America always did well. And I remember going away in conferences, uh, seeing saleswomen and women, in, and they were always unbelievable the top of the game now we're in an agency where there's more women than men Um, in fact the other day i was saying at home uh, i'm dealing with about 10 sellers at the moment and eight out of them are all women so it seems like women now are making the decisions in real estate so let's talk about firstly women who work in real estate what's life like having been there for a long time when not many women worked in real estate What's life like working as a woman in real estate? And tell me, do women in real estate really have such a big advantage as I think they do? Interesting. Um, First of all, I'm going to tell you, it's not so easy. You know, it's not like a man that comes home and dinner is ready and he can just have a drink and relax and after having a big day out. That's not my house. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. But for most women, you know, if you have family, you have partners, you have children, you know, you have this double life, you know. So during the day, you're an estate agent, you've got to be on time, you've got to be professional, you have to do all the correct things. And then you've got to quickly run home and make dinner and pretend like, you know, life's normal. That's like how everyone does it. Well, it's not like that. But, you know, they say give a busy woman something to do and, and it'll, it'll get done. So for me, in the last X amount of years, it's been phenomenal. I've just managed to balance and juggle things and you know, you, you've, you've got to be fortunate and have uh, a good partner, good support partner, people, children, husband or whoever, and be able to, to manage to juggle everything around because it's not an easy program. But having said that, 
it's the best thing that, for me, it's been the <laughs> best thing of my life in the last X amount of years. Um, Gary and I, we go back a long way, don't we? We do. De- decades. <laughs> decades. Yeah. And uh, it's been absolutely phenomenal in the sense that, you know, you have to love people. If you love people and you enjoy the... It, they're so interesting. Most people are really very nice. Most. Not everyone, but majority of them. And it's such a pleasure to be able to work with these people. And if you get a great price for them, it's just so exciting. So, And I think that women, just coming back to the issue on women, I think they have that empathy and that understanding. And not not to say anything negative about men who are in real estate, because they're they're excellent. We can take it. They're excellent. But women just have that little bit more empathy and understanding of... And it's a big deal for a lot of people when they sell their home. You know, they've lived there for a long time and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not so easy to let go. It's not so easy. Uh, I know this might sound like a gem, but okay. are, are women better listeners than men? Because I, I get the feeling so. that they are. Um, I think so. Yeah, I, I get think the feeling so. they I think, are. Yeah, I agree. I think that they tend to listen better and, and just get it, just absolutely yeah. get it. But, you know, it, it, male or female, at the end of the day, you've got to deliver the goods. You've got to deliver the goods and you'll get found out pretty quickly oh, either way. Uh, there's nowhere to hide. And mm. uh, I, I made reference before to the point, you know, it's not like that for me at home. When I get home at crazy hours at night. Come on, and, you uh, cook. Yeah, right. Uh, I, don't, I don't cook, but, you know, I couldn't. <laughs> Reservations. My, my wife has long ago abandoned the thought of us sitting down as a dinner, of, you know, family of four because uh, we're all crazy and we all have different hours and, you know, different sittings. So, unfortunately, that traditional family model is very difficult to maintain. I don't know. It may be in other businesses as well, but very difficult to maintain in a realist in a vibrant sales real estate life um, but I have to say that you know for me dealing with women in real estate and who are making decisions about real estate I find that it's always a lot more direct it's a lot more upfront there's no ego involved correct I'm not saying that there aren't women with it plenty, plenty <laughs> of, you know, and, and good good you know yes. it's not a bad thing but I'm just, I, I just feel like there's a lot more directness cutting to the chase mm. there's less uh, you know less affront less testosterone which mm. probably must be a fact mm. I suppose mm. um, and you know, for me, I, I love dealing with women because I just know where I'm going. I'm directed the right way, mm. I think, as well. Mm. And uh, I, I look at property management, which mm. has mostly been a female-dominated yes. game. Um, and, you know, it's a tough gig. Like, mm. property management's a really tough gig. And for those that aren't aware, um, this is one of the most difficult areas of real estate. You're wearing a lot of different hats. Mm. You're juggling a lot of different uh, balls in the air. You're trying to please vend- uh, landlords, or I should say rent providers now. Rent They're no providers. longer landlords and landladies. That yes. old English term is <laughs> gone. Rent providers and Could rent... Uh, and, of course, mm. and rent renters. Um, so... You know, that's a tough one as well, but we have had the most incredible success with mostly women doing that job. Of course, you've got a few veterans like Harry and Lustig what, yeah. has been here for over 30 and years. And what a team of women that we do have. Unbelievable. Fabulous, fabulous women. Right through our admin. And yes. I think, you know, the organisational skills, if I can sort of, again, generalise that, you know, generalise the organisation mm. skills of women seems to be superior, I think, if I had to match up and make make an assessment. Um, so... But don't you find, Gary, that a lot of these women are also long stayers? They don't, yes. they don't pick up and no. move from place to place. No. They're pretty good. They, very true. Yeah. There is that loyalty, loyalty and there is that kind of uh, nesting, if mm. you could say that, and without any disrespect, that if, if people are well looked after and mm. if they're not, well, you don't deserve to keep them as a, as a um, you know, as a, as somebody that has people uh, in their team. You, you just don't deserve to keep people who don't look after them. But um, yeah, I definitely, definitely feel that 
you know, we are advantaged to have so many wonderful women. And of course, you are a bit We're of a... We're advantaged too. You are, we are. We're, <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. But, uh, you know, we are... Um, and of course, you are what I've said many uh, for many years. You are our CEO. That is our Chief Energy Officer. Uh, and it's Yay. so important It's so important <laughs> to turn up every day with that great sense of energy. Um, have you got... There are people that watch this, you know, from all around the world, of course. Of course. Uh, getting inspiration and, and uh, what advice do you have for any women who may want to get into real estate? Because we are looking at recruiting, by the way, in property management and in sales and in admin. And Mm. by the way, our admin people are off the charts incredible. Um, Have you got admin and support? Uh, Any advice that you could give anybody that might be wanting to get into real estate? Um, Not so much advice, but I think for anybody who's looking for a career in the most exciting, um, engaging, fun... Vibrant. Hard work... Not going to take that away. No, this but, but yeah. wants to be out of the box, out of the square rather, and doesn't want that traditional nine to five job because there's so much excitement, laughter, heartbreak, <laughs> um, just That's wonderful, that. wonderful yeah. things that can happen. But it, it's um, it's a little bit like playing Monopoly. That's my view. You know, you roll the dice, you go around the board, you don't want to end up in jail, no, right? No. <laughs> and collect your two hundred on the way out. Exactly right. It's it's. It's a bit of a game, isn't it? A bit it? of a game. It's it fabulous. It is a bit of a game. It is fun, but it's also, uh, serious. It's also serious in the serious. sense that the stakes are high. Absolutely. Uh, and the commitment's huge. And, of, of course, on the outside, an outsider looking in sees people coming in lovely, shiny BMWs, oh, uh, selling properties, uh, moving <laughs> yeah. on, thinking, wow, that must yeah. be a good life. Yeah. Just drive a nice car, make a lot of money. Not it's so all easy. easy. Uh, or just open the front door yeah. and say, oh, sign here. Uh, exactly right. It's, and, and it's like people will look at a restaurant and they'll see it full and they'll go, oh, they must be making a fortune. Yes. They don't see all of the hours and the issues around you know, staff and all of the, the food mm. prices that go up and down and making sure you get things right and making, you know, making sure the kitchens run the right way. All of those sorts of things. But anyway, that's enough. But I thank you for your insights into women Fair. in real estate. Yeah. And if you are a woman wanting to get into real estate, uh, have a chat to Sally Zell. She will to. inspire and get you in. There's room in her yes. team for another wonderful, dynamic woman. Absolutely. Uh, so please, if you wanted to get involved, give us a call. We'd love to have you. Um, let's talk a bit about the market sure. uh, because it was uh, you know Saturday. We had 80% clearance rate, so we get a little fist pump on Saturday. Sunday, not so good. Our clearance rate for the weekend came down to 72%, which is still good, but still clearance good. rates are not what they were. No. And uh, that whole FOMO, buy a FOMO, left the building. Yes, People aren't absolutely. scared of missing anymore. Yeah, correct. Um, and I don't know whether they should be or not mm. because I reckon we're going to see a lot less listings now and that might drive prices up again yes. uh, or less solidify them. But um, sentiment's a bit different now, isn't it? A little bit. It works. Yeah. It's not, as you just said, not quite what it was, but it's still happening. There's still people out there and Life goes on. They Prices are being maintained and some yeah. properties are getting as much or more than they ever did. Now, I've been a bit negligent the last couple of weeks because I, I did say a few weeks ago, what is the Ligon Street limbo? If you know what Ligon no, Street limbo is, I no. Uh, so it was a song from Skyhooks and I think it described people uh, and somebody... Dennis rightly answered the song from Skogs uh, because Skogs was one of those bands that I used. I remember Skogs. Su- they used suburb. They talked about Baldwin and uh, yeah. Carlton and you know they so and Mercedes ladies and living that was all living <laughs> in the seventies. And ego is not a dirty word. They're two That's albums. It. I was a big big fan uh, in, in my teens. Um, so the Ligon Street Limbo was, a team too. was uh, I remember, of course you were, <laughs> and uh, you know you might have been a bit too young to go to their concerts. So I was there, uh, but uh, well done to Dennis who got that right. And I did also talk about the clash: um, should I stay or should I go? Yeah. Uh, and Dennis said the clash. He wants more tickets, so we've got four gold class tickets coming out to you, Dennis. Well done. Uh, so Sally, because there are no upcoming auctions this weekend, we can spend a little bit longer talking about what's been sold because I know sure. plenty of people want to know 
what's happening in the market, what's on offer, what's been sold. We have got some beautiful new listings coming up as well, which we'll review with Philip uh, when we meet uh, next week's edition. Okay. Uh, but I just want to talk a bit about McKinnon as a suburb. I had the pleasure of auctioning one at 16 at Station Avenue, McKinnon, on Saturday morning. Uh, met Leon. I had an auction at 9.30 on Saturday morning, Sally, which is a, like a bit of an ungodly time for peers because we are late people and late starters, uh, but it was a lot of fun. Had it's interesting, quite though. Sell it. People want to buy. They'll be there at 9.30. They will be there yes. and it will get sold. It didn't get sold, but nothing to do with the auction time. Yes. Big crowd there. That's what I'm but saying. But not yeah. too often that I've had an 11.30 auction. It was my third auction of the day. Mm -hmm. But anyway, Station Avenue McKinnon uh, was sold for $1,200,000. Well done to Leon Gusenfitter and his team who were involved in that sale. Um, hasn't McKinnon changed as a wow, suburb? Wow, absolutely. Wasn't that long ago that McKinnon prices were nowhere near that sort of level? Yep. You know, it's a million dollars was already a big ticket. Absolutely. So it's yep. become, become of age. Yep. And I think that McKinnon High School has really put it on the map and it's become a very, very sought-after suburb. Very it has. Uh, I hopped from McKinnon over to Armadale to Denby Road, um, auctioned this apartment, met uh, young Daniel Peer there, uh, together with uh, Brandon from his team, uh, and also Matthew came along to that auction, Matthew Morley, good to see him there. Uh, that's been in the same hands for over 30 years. I think the lady who lived there said 37 years. Wow. And uh, this is what can happen at auction sale because someone mm. just turned up on the day. I know about things bidding. like that. Uh, it happens, doesn't it? It happens <laughs> with you as well. Uh, anyway, sold for $605,000. That's what you right. have to pay for a great apartment in Armadale. Uh, this property in Barrington Street, Bentley East. Now, Bentley East, I mean, wow. You know, we are selling Amazing. properties now in East Bentley. Three million plus or mm. around three million. We yes. sold two in the last 10 days or two weeks. Correct. Um, for uh, one just under and one just over $3 million. Uh, it's just unbelievable mm. what's going on in Bentley. Mm. In Bentley East, it's just extraordinary. Uh, anyway, this home attracted four bidders, number 38 Barrington Street in Bentley East, sold for $2,445,000, way ahead of expectation. Let's go to Elwood, Sal. Uh, oh, Tennyson Elwood. Street, Elwood, great looking apartment, this one. Uh, Joel Sir handled that. I'm pretty sure that Jeremy Rosens was the auctioneer. He does it uh, all in that Elwood secured area, but that one sold for $805,000. Now, I love the look of this home, and this is now also the changing and emerging market, Murrumbina. Do you mm. remember when Murrumbina was a suburb that people were like, oh, I don't want to go out to Murrumbina. It was yeah. almost like it was the yeah. Dandenongs or somewhere. Um, you know, not there's anything wrong with the Dandenongs, but uh, Henty Street, Murrumbina, what a great-looking home this is. Four bidders fought for this house, uh, and Jack Slater was excited about it, and rightly so, sold for over $2 million, $2,016,000. Wow. It, look, it um, looks fabulous, though, Great-looking house. I yeah. love that whole federation, federation look. Beautiful. Yep, very good. Back to St Kilda, Blanche Street. Uh, Daniel Mickmucker, who does so well in our St Kilda office, uh, enjoyed seeing three bidders for this home, sold for $1,453,000. Um, that's what a town residence is going to cost you mm. in Blanche Street, St Kilda, and what a great spot that is. Now, this hasn't sold yet, Sal, but I want to talk a bit about this. Mm -hmm. This was in Malvern Road, Malvern. It was passed in the weekend. Uh, the reserve price now is $1,499,000 for this very expansive, magnificent three-bedroom apartment with this lovely terrace. And you can, I popped out on the terrace. The first thing I did is I looked right. I could see the fantastic Dandenong Ranges right at the end uh, going towards great the view. east. Great view, but yeah. great apartment. Um, hasn't yet sold, but that is you a will. purchase for somebody at one four nine nine. We talked a bit about Clayton. Mm. Uh, oh, Clayton. Uh, we talked about Clayton. Clayton is a suburb uh, <laughs> that you know was kind of a bit of a you know foreign area, a long way away. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, you know, thought we needed a passport to get out there. Is it safe to go there? Mm. Uh, you know, tongue in cheek comments, of course. 
we've always sold in Clayton. Yes. Uh, you know, we had a sale here and there. Now we're forever more active. And now it's become, do we want to sell in Clayton? Oh, yeah, we love mm, Clayton. Uh, $1,270,000 is now the price for a lovely home. Uh, this one in three-bedroom, be- three two-bathroom home wow. in Tarago Crescent uh, in Clayton South. And again, Jack Slater and Leo Samuel sold that property together. Uh, now, we have a team member who would like to talk a bit about, and her name is Maureen Mazaro, who's just joined us. So we'll give her an official welcome, a uh, photo of her up there. Uh, great to have her here. She's worked in real estate in a number of different countries, Sally, and I know you've spoken to her. I have bit. spoken to her, and I think she's wonderful. She she's, she's going to do really well. She's Absolutely. a terrific lady yes. who's uh, very focused, and she was exactly the sort of person that I was speaking about before, who loves people and is out there and... She's going to she's going to be great. She's doing great yeah. stuff already. Uh, now this was her auction at two at two Denman Avenue, uh, which was being quoted in the high sixes into mm. the early sevens. Uh, it sold for significant, well, significantly more, more yes. uh, than that. It's undisclosed, so you can uh, imagine that it was uh, well over that low sevens. And well done to Maureen, and well done to the seller mm. and to the buyer. Uh, we move on to the showpiece home that hasn't yet been sold, but I want to talk about this, Sally. 21 Merton Street, Caulfield North. How that, beautiful is that house? That is a magnificent mm. home uh, for sale now at $4,800,000. This is a real showcase property. It was actually built by somebody that does what we do. Yes. Uh, director of a real estate agency. Uh, so you can imagine the meticulous detail that's gone into the planning and the construction of this home, mm. uh, the best of everything. And it still looks fabulous, doesn't it? It still looks, it looks just really fantastic. Good. Yes. So if you've got a lazy 4.8 or if you're in the market looking around for something in the prestige end of the market, uh, five bedrooms, six bathrooms, uh, expansive land, north-facing back garden with beautiful pool and lovely gardens, uh, this is the most spectacular home. And one of our very pres- few prestige homes that hasn't yet sold. It will. Or sold at auction. No doubt it will. Mm. Um, but we're throwing it out there for the GPTV viewers. Uh, come and have a look at this. Uh, please speak to our team, uh, Darren and Sally and Joel, the team uh, that are involved, and also Kevin Huang, if uh, you'd mm. like to have a chat to him and if you want to speak Mandarin to him, he can speak Mandarin yes. back to you. Exactly. So that's a bit of a wrap on this week's GPTV, this middle April. It's coming into a funny kind of time now. Don't you think the year's um, just going so quick already, though? Too fast. You know, too it fast. feels like it's still February, March to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, just sort of, it feels like we've just started the year. But we're already, you know, well quarter. into yeah. the second quarter and, yeah. and, and things are happening. We have that little bit of a hiatus, a little bit of a rest mm-hmm. over Easter. Yeah. And then after Easter, it's like, bang, go, go, go right through until really sort of mid-June, mm. uh, July, where July. things sort of yeah. quieten down a little bit, just in terms of volume. There's still some I great think sales. I it's the best time to sell. It that's, can well be. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah, best. well, I know I sold my own home on Me the 1st of August. I yeah, also so, sell that so if you think of selling in winter and yes. you're worried about it, don't be, uh, because you can. Uh, but generally, there is less on offer. That's why uh, they're the best times to sell. Can well be. Can well <laughs> yeah. be. Uh, we have got to have an election coming up. We've got Easter. We've got Passover. We've got it all happening in and around the area. But we keep on trucking on as real estate agents sell. Sure. Uh, can. Keep on selling. Keep on listing. Keep on loving what we're doing. So good to have you on. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Thanks today. for being it's been here lovely. on Jeep. It's been lovely to have you. Thanks for Ta. all of your wonderful service <laughs> and your inspiration. Uh, and. Uh, we are looking forward to many happy years ahead. That's a wrap on GPTV. I'm Gary Peer. And I'm Sally Zellman. Thanks for being on the show. We'll see you back with Philip next week.